Welcome to the Inspire Mom Life Podcast. I'm your host, Frances Vitakovic, and here you will find simple yet effective strategies to help you finally get out of your own way and achieve all those big and small goals that you've been dreaming about. Because this is it, my friend. When it comes to life, there is no rewind or pause button that exists. They say that the way that you spend your days is the way that you spend your life. So my one and only goal here is to help you stop wasting your time, stop holding yourself back, stop experiencing non-stop negative mind chatter, stop just dreaming without doing, and instead, start living life with more purpose, courage, focus, and intention. So if you're with me here today, it's time to get off the hamster wheel for good, put your hands back on that steering wheel, and finally start living life in a way that you won't later regret. So are you ready to join me in creating an inspiring life for yourself? If so, let's dive on in. Hello, my friends. This is Frances Vitakovic, and you are listening to the Inspiring Mom Life podcast. And today we're going to be chatting about how to have a really neat and organized home. So I really think that when it comes to living life well, it's super important that you have a space that inspires you every single day because it's really hard to feel inspired when you are surrounded by mess and clutter and so forth. Now, I do want to add a little disclaimer before I dive in any deeper because I'm sure that someone's going to ask me, well, do you have help when it comes to this? And this is where I want to share with you that I'm 48 years old right now. I've been with my husband for like 25 years. And up until two years ago, no one ever helped me when it came to keeping the house clean. But I want to point out there's a difference between cleanliness and organization and tidiness. Okay, two different things. You can have a really messy home that's still clean and a house that isn't so clean, but it looks organized and tidy from the outset. Okay, two different things. And the reason that I've outsourced just this deep cleaning once a week for an hour and a half is because I have a son that has a wheelchair. Like he takes his wheelchair inside the house. It brings in dirt. We're really just going to make sure that the carpets and floorboards are always super, super clean. And other than that, I do all the cleaning myself and I've always done so. I've always put time aside every single day and I still continue to do so to make sure the house is clean. But we're not talking about the cleanliness factor today. We are talking about tidy and neat homes. And I thought this would be a really fun conversation to have because a few people have commented, my kids have brought their friends over and they're like, my gosh, your house is like weirdly neat and organized. And I wanted to share with you my favorite tips because I know how important it is to have a home environment that inspires you that makes you feel like my gosh like I love the space that I'm living in like it it really is beautiful it's relaxing and I feel like I can be my best version of myself like when I'm in a home that looks like this that feels like this it's a feeling your home has a feeling and I also want to share with you like there was a time that I potentially could have gone down a different route so I'm just going to share with you like what shifted that path for me so we're going to start with having a conversation about decluttering my gosh you should not have anything that you do not love or need or don't use in your house now I am not like a really strict declutterer like I still have and it's actually in this room like in my office I've got like a space where I keep old Lego and old little toys that because you know we have lots of young nieces and little cousins that are always coming over and I always want them to have something they can play with so I have kept my kids most precious stuff the stuff that was most precious to me but I haven't held on to everything you cannot hold on to everything for the rest of your life and I'm sure that I've mentioned this before on the podcast but you are not going to take everything you own to the grave okay so release that attachment that you have to things once they pass their use by date and you will know like if you were to have like a fire in your home there are going to be some things that you're going to wish that you could save and there's going to be some things that you're going to forget that you even had and you're not going to care one bit and you're not going to even try to replace it those things that you don't really care about that you don't really use or it just adds like mess to your house get rid of those things that really is the starting point to having a neat and organized home having less stuff to organize less stuff to take care of and so that is where i always recommend that you start i recommend that you go through every single room and have a look at every item that you have in the room. Do you love it? 
Does it make you feel good to have it? Are you proud of the fact that you own this? Would you miss it if it was gone? And that's not to say like I'm looking around my office now and I I have a really, really, really long table where I have two computers and a big, massive monitor. And I have three different pot plants just on this one massive, long table. Now, do I need three? Maybe not. Do I love them? Yes, I do. So I'm going to keep them. And I think where I differ when it comes to like people who teach decluttering is that I don't say that you have to get rid of everything. I just want you to keep the stuff that you genuinely, genuinely love. And this is because I know that you can't genuinely love everything. You can't. Like you may trick yourself into thinking, well, I should keep that because I might need it down the track. So, you know, I don't want to get rid of it. But I don't want you making your decluttering decisions out of fear. Okay. No fear based decision. Choose things because you genuinely in your heart, like you think, my gosh, like this is going to make my home more special. You just don't want your home to be a rubbish dump where you dump every single thing that you've ever owned and think that you have to hold on to it for life. And I do not want to talk about decluttering for the entire episode. So I just want to end here by saying that make sure that every single quarter, or you can do it once a month, you go around your home again and you reassess the decisions, the things that you've chosen to keep, especially if you're a home where you have things coming in. You can't just have things coming in. Things have to go out too. So that's where we're starting. We're starting with decluttering. Okay. This is the first place you need to start to get in your home really neat and organized and tidy. The next step is definitely making sure that everything in your home has a place where it belongs. Okay. Your things need to have a little home. And I guess the reason that I've really been forced to declutter is that even though our space is really big, we do not have that much storage space. So I had to like really think about what I want to hold on to because if an item doesn't have a space where it belongs, it's just going to be, you know, left laying around. And that's what contributes to that visual mess, the visual clutter. And this is where I share with you, like right at the intro, I mentioned that I could have gone down a different path. So in our first home, like where my husband and I lived before, when we had the young kids, there was so much storage space. So we could literally like everything could just fit inside the cupboards and be hidden. And so when I was coming to live in our new, much bigger house, the biggest issue I had was like, where was I going to put everything? Because one of the things like, you know, some people into buying heaps of clothes, I had an issue with books. I think I owned at least 500 books. And in that previous house, there was so much space. I think there was a hallway where the closets, like you could open them up and it looked like tiny little bookshelves and all my books were there like displayed to me behind closed doors so it never ever looked messy and it was almost like my pride and joy so when I came to this house and I had boxes upon boxes upon boxes of books I remember everyone that was unpacking for us or helping us unpack that day just went what's going on here it wasn't just one box it was like 10 or 20 like there were so many boxes and I remember a turning point it was almost like a light bulb moment for me was when my mother-in-law looked at those boxes and said are you actually planning to read those books again and I realized, no, I wasn't. Okay. They felt really special to me. I was very attached to them, but I had to let go of that attachment because like I said earlier, I wasn't planning to be buried with these books. Okay. They weren't, they were special, but they weren't that special. So you need to work with the storage space that you have in your home. And that's what I was forced to do. Like I had one big bookshelf that I was going to have in this house and those 15 boxes of books needed to fit onto that shelf, which meant that I had to choose the best ones. And you know what? It was only after I was done, I felt so liberated. I think I donated hundreds of books, hundreds of books to the local charity shop and the school. And I kept the ones that were truly, honestly, most special. And the biggest issue that most people have when it comes to decluttering or letting go of things is that they're really insistent that everything is their favorite. Everything is their favorite. Not everything can be your favorite. Okay. Otherwise you'd be reading those books and wearing those clothes and wearing those shoes all the time. And if we're honest with ourselves, we aren't. And so since then, just to let you know how I curb that crazy book habit is that I switched to purchasing eBooks. So most of the 
purchases of my new books happen on my iPad. And of course, like I still secretly buy new books, not secretly, everyone knows how much I love books, but I also donate the ones that I no longer need. As I've gotten older, I am just experiencing so much more joy when I give things away, like to give things away, even if I love it, like I want to share it with someone. So I read and pass books on all the time. If I purchase a paperback, I'll pass it on when I'm done. When it comes to clothes, if I no longer love them, I pass them on to someone who will appreciate them. I don't have an issue with letting go because I know that less is always more. Okay. So this is the foundation to having a neat and organized home. You have to start here by decluttering your home, getting rid of the things that you don't really love or need. That's not to say that you can't still have lots of stuff, but you've got to love everything that you have. Genuinely love it, genuinely need it, genuinely think that you would be so devastated if it was to burn in a fire. That's the sort of stuff that you want to keep around. And you also need to make sure that every single thing that you own in your home has a place where it can go, has its own home, has a place where it is stored. This means that if anything is ever left lying around, you can look at it and go, okay, I know exactly where it goes to put it back. Or if you tell your kid, put that back where it belongs, they understand what it means. And I want to point out here, like if you have to go and buy some more storage solutions, like I have lots of tubs and lots of shelving with pretty cute boxes that go inside so I can put things away. You can take that to a certain extent. There'll be a point where you simply can't buy any more storage to fill up your crap. And if your cupboards and storage solutions do not look pleasing to your eye, don't worry about everyone else, but if it doesn't look pleasing to you, it's time to recess. It's time to declutter again. And it's time to make sure that everything that you own has a place where it can go. So I'm going to end this episode here. I'm going to come back with part two. So this is a basis to any really neat and organized home. You're making sure that it's decluttered, make sure it only has stuff that you love, and you're making sure that everything that you own has a place where it belongs. But then what do you do? How do you keep it neat and organized on a weekly or daily basis? I'm going to share with you all my best strategies in the next episode. And remember, like we're doing this because this is a foundation to an inspiring life. You need to have a home that you love, a home that makes you feel great, a home that you enjoy, a home that just expresses who you are. Okay, that is a gift that you can give yourself. It's your home. You get to do what you want with that space. And why not make it? inspiring and pleasant and comfortable to live in. Why don't you make it the home that you've always dreamed of having? Take care, my friend, and I'm going to catch you over on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspiring Mom Life podcast. I really appreciate you allowing me to be a part of your life. If you'd like to stay in touch, please know that you can always find me on Instagram at inspiringmomlifexo or you can visit my website inspiringmomlife.com where you'll find all my online courses, resources and programs that I've created to help you uplevel your life in seriously the simplest way possible. My goal is for you to ultimately create for yourself a life that feels simpler, lighter and allows you to show up in a way that you love every single day as the best and most authentic version of yourself. Now remember, this podcast is not just about dreaming it's also about doing because to create true sustainable change you need to be willing to do things differently and that's what I'm here to help you do every single step along the way so that you can finally begin to live your one wildly precious life with less stress less overwhelm less drama and instead with zero regret finally if this podcast resonates with you at all and you appreciate the content I'd absolutely love for you to show your support by leaving me a review I'm on a mission to help my mums wake up to the preciousness of life and to help them live their days with more intention and purpose and your review will help make this goal of mine possible. If you haven't yet grabbed your free bundle of gifts from me, you can do so at inspiringmomlife.com forward slash thank you. Once again, thank you so much. I love spending this time with you and I look forward to connecting with you again. I'm Frances Fedekovic and you've been listening to the Inspiring Mom Life Podcast.